we're skipping all. I'm, but I know. this is what we do, it's isn't it? It's well, it's also do. been a while since we've done it, so it takes us a while to get our rhythm back. <laughs> it really isn't fair, right? It's not fair with all the, that all this shit has happened. I mean, if you don't hit a news cycle, you know, right then and there, then something else bigger has gone on, right? I mean, the Georgia thing should have been a big thing, and that's like two days ago, right? That was yesterday too. No. Mm-hmm. In the morning. Was Georgia yeah. yesterday? <laughs> oh because. This is where the party ends. I can't stand here listening to. Welcome to the third season of My Racist Friend, a podcast about the messy parts of relationships that help us grow together. I'm Amy McKees. And I'm Don Griffin. We're both over 50 now. Yeah, we're yeah. old and wise now. We're both over 50 now. Mm-hmm. I already was, but... And- <laughs> Earlier this week, I was like, oh, maybe we should start a new section on the podcast about media where we could like, you know, because we had so much fun talking about Lovecraft and and I, I read a bunch of reviews of Soul. We can talk about that. And then yesterday, uh, <laughs> I was frustrated with people who were like, oh, my gosh, this came out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> One of my favorite tweets was. This escalated steadily for the last four years. <laughs> I mean, you, we knew this was going to happen, right? I think we did. We probably should tell people what happened. We're, we're talking after they were supposed to certify the votes for, the, uh, for Biden as uh, being, being the president. And Donald Trump had called on all his minions to go to Washington to kind of to stop it. You know, there was going to be this big rally. He said, hey, let's go march down to the Capitol. Yeah. And uh, and I'm going to march with you. And then he didn't march with them. <laughs> no, and, uh, and they actually stormed the Capitol. They breached the Capitol. Four people died. Uh, so, uh, three of the deaths were medical emergencies. And one was a gunshot. Oh my. And and we don't know like what the COVID count will be. We yes, we knew this was coming. Yeah, I I think it's unreasonable to be super surprised by it. And it's still really shocking to look at it and to see like the place that I've always thought of as the boring C SPANS place, you know. Mm-hmm. With people holding Confederate flags and people like hanging from the walls and other people um diving behind chairs and uh, I mean, it was it was dramatic and scary. And have you been there? I was nine, ten. Okay, I went there actually, but the security is really it's really heavy. I mean, it's not it, it it's amazing that the people just got in there like that. Nicole was like, "Hey, do you remember that room?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, yes, I do!" Like the room with statues and uh, just. Um, I was talking to black people and we were like relieved. Say more about that. 
because we always knew that this would happen. Yeah. We always knew that he had this army that was going to cause havoc and, and try to take over. Cause this was a takeover. This was a coup. I think we always thought that it would be against brown and black people. You know, for the longest time, people were equating, oh, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and then the Proud Boys, and these other guys, like, they're all bad, right? They're, and in fact, these assholes are still saying this, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're still saying, in fact, they're trying to say Antifa was the ones that were, that actually stormed the building, not them. Yeah, yeah. It's and the, dumb. The Indiana Football Coaches Association what? issued a statement last <laughs> that statement, a tweet, but basically that said, we can't possibly know for sure who did that today. Holy shit. A friend of both of us retweeted a quote tweet of it that said, if you had uh, Indiana Football Coaches Association weighs in on this, finish your drink. <laughs> to, to, to get these these Republicans and people that have diminished the danger laying on the floor, stuck in their places for, you know, under, now understanding mm -hmm. what the hell they've sold. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like it came to bite them. They had a, they had a pit bull that they, uh, that they, you know, pit, put pit bulls are good dogs, so I shouldn't say that. But you yeah, understand don't what I'm say saying? That. They they had a dog hey, that beagle. they that oh a dangerous beagle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There's a beagle, <laughs> a killer Snoopy. No, no one ever says that. But you guys understand what I'm saying? They, they dangled the dog. meat. They they yeah. created a mean dog, and they. It ended up biting them in the ass. Let's put it that way. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Like, I think it's important to to talk about the different responses to yesterday. Like, there are people who who reacted this, you know, after all this saying, well, now, now surely everyone understands that there's this sort of fringe group and and that we need to not, you know, sort of not feed the bears, you know, or now even the Republicans understand that they can't support Trump or now Trump is done. That's another thing that I'm seeing a lot of places because this was so bad, but I'm not seeing that from people that were already posting things about election fraud, representatives who experienced an actual uh, like panic response yesterday may have changed their votes, but not all of them. Right. I mean, no, no, you still have hundred, a hundred plus representatives still vote against the what do you call whatever happened last night uh, what is it called uh, in the chamber it, it lasted till 3 3 30 yeah 3 30 the vote thing yeah yeah they came back and then um at eight but it still lasted till 3 30 because some idiots were still and two two senators were still trying to to get it stopped yeah Another thing that, that Kevin put in our chat is that the Viking guy is the one that people are pointing to as Antifa in the pictures, and he's a known QAnon counter-protester who shows up at BLM rallies. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think it's possible that you could match some photos of people who were doing damage yesterday to people you've seen at Black Lives Matter protests, but not because they're Black Lives Matter protesters. 
mm-hmm. but because they're like devoted shit stirrers. Even today, all right, I have friends on Facebook, not friends, but you know, people oh, on Facebook. Your Facebook this you morning, don't want it to make you mad. Uh, you have people saying, why, why weren't you upset uh, when the Black Lives Matter and Antifa was burning the, you know, the rest of the world down? And it's like, it's not the same thing. And I wanted to say, yeah, we, Black people looted. I mean, but we didn't. It was white guys that were burning shit. Let's be honest. Don't you, I saw your little mouth go. It's oh, no, it white. wasn't at white people burning stuff. It was at Kevin's comment that some of the coup people conveniently wore their employee ID badges. What? That was me making that face. Oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Are you kidding? The image, I don't know if you saw the images next to each other. One of the things that I found really powerful was the image of the Capitol Police helping one of the Trump supporters down the stairs. And they're like, she's she's got a giant Trump hat on. Like, there's no doubt that she was part of the insurrection. And mm-hmm. she's coming down the stairs and he's holding her hand like sort of above her shoulder in the way that you would do for someone who doesn't have good balance, you know, like Mm -hmm. sort of hold their hand up to help them get down the stairs, which is nice. Like I'm not opposed to people helping people that next to the video of the older gentleman at the Buffalo protests being knocked, shoved to the concrete by the police and having his head cracked open. Yeah, and you know what? I have to. Re- we we have to remember that the Black Lives Matter movement that we saw this summer, it wasn't just Black lives that were on the line. In fact, it was a lot of white people uh, that the allies that were in the streets that were getting pushed over, just like this man. Right? They treated it. 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 it the hatred for that for for people just saying Black Lives Matter. If you're a white person and you said Black Lives Matter, you were treated like you were black. It was oh yeah, crazy, right? And this was different. This you see photos of of what looks like security guards and police just letting people through. I guess I haven't heard very many black people say, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened." No, you haven't. I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I, I mean, um, <clears throat> I don't want to sound giddy about it, <laughs> but I think it's one of those things where we're like, we told you so. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we're scared. This is why we were frightened. We yeah. told you this would happen. Please believe us. We didn't want this to happen, but we'd like for you to believe us. Like when we, we're saying this, these folks are dangerous. Yeah. Please yes. understand what we're talking about. It's like when and you go the- to a doctor and they tell you actually there is something wrong when you're like, no, it hurts. And they're like, I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. Yeah. It's not that you want to have something, but having that fear confirmed as a real thing oh my god is validating you know how many times that happens to black people i mean go, yeah. going back to that where they're in the they're, they're, they've been telling the doctor forever i can think of at too many occasions where i've had a a, a a aunt or a grandmother or you know who has said look i'm really hurting here 
-hmm. like this is really bad and then when they finally come in like well yeah it's cancer and it's in opera and 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 it's almost like a relief like see i told you i wasn't lying like and it's it's like that's not good you understand what i'm saying that 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 we're relieved you know, here, here my grandmother is dying. I'm just using that as an example. And she's now happy that now they believe her. Like, yeah. that's that's misplaced. You see how fucked up that is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was a good article recently about how that plays into the different survival rates of COVID. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. In, of COVID? Okay. I thought yeah. you were saying different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because it, it depends on whether or not the doctor believes you that it's bad when you go in. How much treatment you get. I forgot about COVID. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we were watching TV, watching the the count yesterday, or and it finally dawned on me. In history, when people look at this, they're gonna somebody's gonna ask, why does everybody have one mask? (laughs) (laughs) Protesters don't and why aren't the protesters? Yeah, they're they're gonna say the rioters. Yeah, they're gonna be like, what the hell was going on in 2020? Why does everybody have a mask? I mean, we're we're looking at this like this is normal, and then it's like it dawns on you, wait a minute. This is this is strange. Right? We we this is weird times, man. It's overwhelming. Yeah. All the bad stuff. Kevin pointed out that I told him yesterday is I always look at Fox News to see like how they're reporting whatever it is. I tried and that like last all night. the other news outlets had like two or three stories about certifying the election results and the uh the rally with and what Trump said at it and the violence uh after that and um it was third on, on the Fox feed that it offered, at least that it offered my phone. Um, I should have taken a picture. Um, and it was below a COVID story. <laughs> and like Fox never reports on the COVID story. <laughs> We've got that COVID. Yeah, COVID doesn't even exist at Fox. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Did you see the two rows of, I'm not great at this, but the two rows of basketball teams facing each other last night, kneeling? No the Celtics and the Miami Heat, the whole teams knelt during, I think there was one person standing on one side, but everyone else was kneeling and they released a statement, like a joint statement from the team, from the players um, about the difference in how the police were responding in DC currently and last summer. And um, it was, it was powerful. It's funny. Uh, African Americans have actually grown through all this in a, in a different way. I think they've grown as a ha, have been became more aware and more self assured as a people because of all this. In the sense that really there was no one to go to for help, and so I think we kind of had to help ourselves. It, in the past, they could demonize. A, a african-american person if it if they weren't falling lock and step and and that person would basically disappear if you look at colin kaepernick mm-hmm. and what happened to him that was that was an example how they basically ghosted him 
for for a while yeah. but african of this this new generation and it's not just african americans it's 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 just it's people in not only african americans but just this new generation said no this guy you know you, you, we're, we're going to stick by him right and you're seeing more of that even if you think about the election like the african americans i think they were aware this time that they could help lead this election that they could be the yeah. you understand what i'm saying and before i don't think we you'd hear it but i don't think we recognize our our influence or our, our, our and and i i think it's it's changed this has allowed us to grow as a people we don't want to be in i don't want to say we don't want to be in charge it's but it, but i'm saying it's about equality, true equality. We want to be equal. With, do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On equal standing with everyone else, and, and to be self-sufficient. We don't need a a Bill Clinton to. We don't have to adopt him to be the first African American president. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that. That was that, that people would always say, "Oh, this guy, he's you know, he's, yeah, the, you know, he's going to be our first African American president." We like adopted him. Like, we oh don't need gosh. to do that. You don't remember that? Man. Well, I'm just thinking, I'm just putting that. it together. I don't think I've ever thought of that. I mean, I I do remember it now that you're saying it, but thinking of the whole of the legislation that he helped through. Well, just the whole idea. Oh, he he won an Arsenio Hall and he played right. the saxophone. And so he's cool. And, and so yeah. he get maybe he gets us. It's like, nah, we don't need that, you know. He, women same thing don't you think don't you think that that women have grown you know don't be harsh on your white women don't don't be harsh on you guys it's hard not to be i mean I'm you can be but i'm saying i'm saying <laughs> but in, in a lot of respects i think women have also found a voice that they haven't had as you, you understand what i'm saying yeah maybe maybe not what do you say I saw this opinion piece that seemed, I can't remember. I wish I could remember exactly what it was because all I can remember is that I saw it and went, oh gosh, a white woman wrote that. Oh no. Like it wasn't wrong, <laughs> but it wasn't helpful. Okay. And now I can't, now I can't find it. We'll have to look well, at it. What was she saying? I don't remember. Like, honestly, there's been so much stuff I like it. Yesterday was a long month, Kevin says. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, and if the other thing is if uh, if it hadn't been the week of certifying the election, I think we would have been paying more attention to Kenosha as well, maybe. We haven't met, even mentioned Georgia. Oh, <laughs> Yay, Georgia. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. That, well, that's a positive. The Georgia runoff was a positive thing. Yeah, we were saving that for our three positive things at the end, Kevin. Tuesday night, I I spent I sat on the couch and like came up with every single thing that was wrong. And All right, well, tell them what jo what we're talking about with Georgia because we're just talking about Georgia. They won, the, they, they won both Senate seats in Georgia. The the Democrats. The Democrats candidate. The first African American senator from Georgia, and then a really young guy, a young Jewish guy, actually. 
he won the other spot, right? Awesome. Against, against two incumbents. Both of them beat two incumbents who Trump supported. He was there the day before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And starting to get people all ready for more and more violence in the Capitol, too. And I think important to note across the country. There's an article in Vox this morning that was basically describing the protests that happened in all the other states, like across the country at the same time. Oh, it just, just, it just didn't happen here? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, this was organized. So here's another thing, another one of my favorite tweets last night. Do you, did you ever watch Arrested Development? Of course. Okay, okay. It was, uh, the, the tweet was, Joe Biden, this is not America. Narrator. This was America. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but, um, you know, lots of people saying things like, this isn't, this isn't us. This isn't America. Or even, this is like a third world country. No. Like, full stop. This is us. Yeah. This is who we are. This is what we've become. We could go back to, like, one of our, I think it's like our second podcast he was on like MSNBC or whatever, and he was talking about the shootings and that people like to blame those on Trump. And he was saying, that's not, it's, this is us, like who we are. Like to me, Trump is more of a, a symptom or an outcome or a result of what we have going on, what we have nurtured and what we have cultivated in a country founded on genocide and slavery. A- absolutely. Trump is a sad little man. He's just, you're, you're right. It's just, he's just a vehicle. He's like their last stand. He really is. It's that they don't want equality. They've had the privilege for so long that they think that it is a God-given right. Yeah. And they don't know how to survive with just being like everyone else, whether it's women, whether it's brown people, black people, gay people, they're talking about independence, mm-hmm. yet they are loyal. They have laid down. They have basically kissed the ring of this guy. Yeah. Voluntarily. It's- this is America. You, you're supposed to have your own thoughts and own ideas, and yet they're willing to, I mean, and they love all of the Trumps. They would follow them like they are king and queen and prince and princesses. It's a weird, weird thing. And maybe it's just me. I don't find Trump super charismatic. and But I know that he must be because lots of people do. You never followed the bully. Can you remember a set of bullies at, at in high school? Yeah, Or just sort of. mean girls, mean boys that, that people didn't like, but they were scared of, so they were considered popular? I think that part of like the Trump thing is that he says things that it's a reaction to other power. Did you see what Anderson Cooper said? What time? Because I've been up, I was up till three. So go ahead. What? Uh, when he said, after this, they're all going to Olive Garden. No, but I love it. <laughs> right, but that's like the new basket of deplorables, I think. It's that sort of classist. Oh, God. He's going to get in trouble. You're saying he's going to get in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what I thought was super interesting and also confusing about what's happening in the Republican Party right now. There's people who are Republicans 
who are members of the country club and that's always been the case though i know but that's not who was protesting that's not who stormed the capitol yesterday there probably were some like mostly middle class yeah but they were there because uh one of my friends on facebook who's a realtor and he's actually a a top producer out there i mean he's he's you know he's probably making a you know good half a million bucks or whatever uh, a year and he was there he wasn't in the capitol he didn't storm the capitol but he was there he's showing pictures of i I actually posted that i just want to see what people would say i I didn't even say anything i went ahead and shared his images of of videos of him saying it's so peaceful here and I don't understand what they're saying and it was Antifa and blah 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 but I didn't get anything from it no one said anything from it because I they're think probably they're probably like what's little... happening to Don why is he yeah they're probably like what is he doing and <laughs> what the I just, hell? I, I'm just not I'm not even saying anything I just want my left-leaning people to see what the right-leaning people are doing and see what they're saying because these people are they're they're posting pictures of the other guy, of the guy saying that, that it's this guy and he's part of Antifa just like you were saying right mm-hmm. it's so weird and so he's posting more pictures about how you know hey we got we got a steak sandwich before we continued our march and it was just so lovely and I don't understand I didn't see anybody storming the like so now the conspiracy is that like that was CGI or whatever. Like there really weren't people storming the Capitol. Like, yeah. And this is, this is a real person and you should hear and see all the other Carmel people saying, Hey, way to go. I'm with you on this. And God is with you and Jesus will get this done. And I mean, there's, I mean, so I did take a screenshot of this one and this fits with what you were saying. Okay, um, it's the- it's a Twitter account that mostly was retweeting, but they were also there, and so they were sharing some of their own things. And so they retweeted someone whose username includes 1776 Fight for America, and she writes, "I was there today at the whole hashtag MAGA Million March." All day, there was nothing but dancing, cheering, kindness, and love. And then we marched to the Capitol. We saw the flag raised on the Capitol, and everyone cheered, but there was no violence. Then Antifa rolled in. And the, wait, the tweet that is adjacent to it on his page, so it's the one that he tweeted right before he retweeted it, is him saying, Patriots are, and then in all caps, done being nice. You know, like just very angry. Where it's time to time to fight, time to take back control of the government. Like they're using language about extreme things, and then Trump's statement included, you know, the election was viciously stripped away from great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated for so long. Like that's not something you say to people that you want to calm down. And you don't say that to people. You don't tell people and invite people to come to Washington, D.C. on the day of certification. You're not telling them to come to the and, and, and hit the streets and rally because you want to support what's getting ready to happen. Right, it's, right. That's full of shit. You were there in Washington, D.C. to start some shit. I'm sorry. What do you, what do you call it uh, where they, it's, it's not whitewashing. What do you call it? Help me out. They do it to women all the time. Gaslighting? Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. 
They're gaslighting. Kevin, but... Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> oh, it's right there. <laughs> yeah, oh, like God. where you say, oh, I, what are you talking about? That didn't happen. Oh, what? That was totally peaceful. Yeah, that must be, if you yeah. think that, that's... Ugh. There was another Twitter thread of a woman talking about all the other times that people had been arrested. And she mentioned, and this was what came to my mind, was the people lobbying for to stop Medicaid from being stopped a couple years ago. And there was video that went around of a person in a wheelchair getting like yanked out of the wheelchair and arrested. And other situations, how quickly people have been arrested coming into protest in the Capitol and that last night it appeared that many of the police held the door open for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did George, George Floyd get in trouble? Uh, what was he being arrested for? Why did he get his neck, uh, a knee put on his neck? Accused him of passing a counterfeit $20 bill, I think. Holy shit. $20 bill. A counterfeit twenty dollar bill that he may not may or may not have known mm -hmm. was counterfeit. Let's just assume that he knew that it was counterfeit. I mean, damn, tw for twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. Well, it had to be even less than twenty dollars. Whatever he was buying was less than twenty dollars because he was going to get change from it. I mean, that's a life. This is going to be a lot to unpack. Yeah, right? it is. And I, one thing that popped up for me last night in a couple conversations was authenticity is important from us in talking to people. Like there's no call here to think, okay, well, I'm sure they had some points yesterday, or maybe I can try to understand more deeply where they're coming from. If it's, someone that you love and you're in relationship with, then by all means. I guess what I'm trying to say is this really sucks. And there's no part of me that's going to be like, let's be patient and reasonable. I mean, I do, I do want to be patient, but I, but I don't think we need to tolerate violence. There was a guy, I can't, he's a, he was a congressman last night. I don't know if you saw him. He's forget where he's from. Democrat, probably mid fifties or, or older, mm -hmm. white guy. A white guy. You know, he said, I'm tired of people saying that we need to meet them where they're at, that we need to meet in the middle and find out, you know, why are they upset? We need to, he said, I don't mind meeting, but it's not going to be in the middle. He said, they need to come, walk quite a bit further than the middle <laughs> than we for do, me yeah. to, the, 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 you know, and, and then we can talk. But he said, this whole idea of, meeting in the middle like it's an equal thing he said they crossed the line a long time ago and he was right yeah. you know he was right we it, it's okay to listen and engage but at a certain time you know you're gonna come to me and i'm gonna kick you in the nuts sorry did i say that <laughs> to be and clear, then we can talk then we can talk I'm not advocating nut kicking uh, maybe I've been watching too much Cobra Kai. Um, this is the kind of culture that we've created, that this culture that is resulting in people storming the castle is also the one that keeps us apart 
in our regular lives that keeps us from helping each other, that keeps us from really seeing each other, that marginalizes people, that keeps us in like these stratified things so that uh, you're less than this person and this person's less than that person. And this is just that really, really loud. And it's a con game in the sense that the people that claim to be independent were basically puppets for someone who wanted them to do this stuff. You know, I do a lot of marketing. I love to see my signs. I do. I even love to see my banners. I Everybody do. loves I love to see it. your signs. I'm just saying, I, I love it. But it, Amy, if I get a flag with my logo on it, please kick me in the nuts. I've gone too far. I've gone too far, right? That's That's too much. That is... I am not a country. No man is a country that has to have a flag. Who does that? Name another person that has their own freaking flag. Even Hitler didn't have a flag. It was it was the Nazi party. It wasn't the it wasn't, Hitler party. It wasn't the Hitler party. <laughs> That is on another level. And honestly, from a marketing standpoint, I think it's brilliant, but it's too far. When you have people hanging up a flag with your name in their yard underneath an American flag or even above an American flag, that's beyond, hey, I really like this guy. That's that's way beyond that. You can't say it's a movement. It is. It is more than a movement. It is a. It, you you are pledging allegiance to a man. I just was thinking about the idea in relational cultural theory of listening someone into voice, and it's you know that this authentic connection and supported vulnerability is helping someone to find their voice. And I feel like what has happened with Trump is is a more toxic. Like it's the bizarro world version of that where he isn't like listening people into voice at all, like empowering a ideology that is irresponsible, hateful and dangerous and making it okay. So if we think about this, the last time we've seen something like this, like this social construct is like on movies like, Revenge of the Nerd, Animal House. That's um, what all my brain was offering was American Fraternity. Uh, I, I, I'm saying, seriously, <laughs> Breaking Away, same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's the same theme. Yeah. Where you have this guy, and he's got these friends that follow him, and they make fun of people, and they're rich. You know, the head dude is rich, and he's right any john mm-hmm. hughes movie except for Fer- ferris bueller ferris bueller was the first one where you actually had a non-bully be the popular kid mm-hmm. which was really kind of cool still a racist movie but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> Just, i won't go there john hughes pisses me off on so many levels i'm still mad at breakfast club you had a you, everybody was on detention and yet there was no black guy on detention. That's just bull crap. Like that just you couldn't even you couldn't even have a black guy in detention in in any of your movies. Come on. 
Anyway, but this whole idea, if we look at it, it is that old-fashioned, and maybe it's not old-fashioned because I just haven't been in high school, uh, but it's that idea of this people, they would rather be on the team with the bully than be bullied. They would rather be at the cool kids' table. And Donald Trump is that asshole that people will follow even though he's not a nice guy. He'll flip someone's tray at a lunch tray and people will laugh at it. Do you remember this stuff happening in high school or do you I not? mostly ate in the bathroom or the band room, but yes. Uh, Kevin, go ahead and cut off the part where she said that she uh, <laughs> ate in the bathroom, okay? <laughs> Just cut that, that off. That was probably I mean, more it, middle school. <laughs> it, was, it was gross. Kevin, it was gross then, but now after COVID, it's really gross. All right. So we might want to just cut that out. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're shining light on like the nicest thing I've said. Thank you. I was gonna say this this new season, we're we're taking a slightly more organized approach. We've got like a a set time that we're gonna record so we can have a regular release. And I was thinking all week of like these more organized formats that we could. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. I, I guess I have to get on board with it if we do it. <laughs> I don't know how to be organized though, Amy. So. Yeah, it's possible that two people with some attention struggles. Remember, I I just pay people to be my bosses. Don, focus. <laughs> Rachel. Rachel's be like, hey, hey, get back. I need you to do this. Oh, well, it's what we do. And I got to say that this was a, like, as as Kevin said yesterday, was a long month. And, and I feel better getting to talk about it with you. Like, it feels better already a little bit. It's not better, but it feels better because because of our relationship and our connection, I feel. Have you ever seen that commercial um, before we go? I think it's a progressive commercial where it's like, don't be like your father. There's a, uh, a, a moment where these guys and he's telling the people, stop looking. We see it. We all see it. Like, you, like don't, don't just keep going. Like, we see it. We, we, we all see it. Just walk. I think that's how I feel with you. Like, we, it feels better when we both see it. Like, yeah. You both see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just like with the doctor thing that we were talking about earlier. What doctor thing? <laughs> it's like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I think we should end there. Yes, probably. <laughs> what doctor thing? <laughs> I'm gonna get off here and I'm gonna be like, oh, I remember what she was talking about. All right, I love you guys. All right, you too. See you next uh, Thursday. Yeah. All right. right. Bye. Bye. This episode of My Racist Friend is a production of the Bloomington Center for Connection, an organization using relational cultural theory to promote social change through connection. This conversation between Don Griffin Jr. and Amy McKeese, LCSW, took place in separate locations in Indiana on Thursday, January 7, 2021, and was edited for this podcast by Kevin McKeese. Theme music lovingly sampled from Your Racist Friend by They Might Be Giants. Follow the Bloomington Center for Connection on Facebook and other social media platforms. You and-
Man, Kevin has a lot to say today. We well, need to see what he's saying. <laughs> this is all timely information I'm giving you. Okay. Yes, I know. We and we're not. We're supposed to be cool about it and not even <laughs> mention it. Uh, we're supposed yeah, but, to be like, oh, hey, uh, by the way.